What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 21. I'm your host, Wesley Hill. And this week, we're doing something a little bit different, guys. I got one special guest. My co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, is in the house. This week, I am joined with just my co-host, and we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, as well as announcing our giveaway from our last episode, and we're going to have a quick phone call from a good friend. This will be a great episode, guys. Let's get into it. What's up, bro? What up, man? Not much, dude. It's pretty wild. This is the first ever episode with just two guests. And not only that, it's me and you, bro. I know. I kind of feel like we're we're on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's so funny, dude. Well, bro, how's your week been, man? It's good, man. Just been... We've been going at it at Cruiser, man. You got that right. Been uh, getting ready for uh, the Iowa Deer Classic. Yep, we leave literally in two and a half hours. Actually, no, one and a half hours. Never been to Iowa. I haven't either, man. I was looking at the weather. Uh, Is it cold? 20s at night, 40s for the high, 45, 47. That's good to know because I was going to pack shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I packed some hoodies, but I meant to pack one heavy jacket. Forgot, man. Dang. Dang. Well, that's exciting. A little bit of cold weather right before turkey season starts. Yeah. We're going to be staying around on the Des Moines River as well. Yeah. So it probably will be pretty chilly where we're at. Are we going to try to bow fish while we're up there? I doubt it. We should still bring the bow fishing stuff with us. It's too late now, man. Is it? For me, I mean, unless I want to run all the way home. Are you? Oh, yeah, you're not going back home. Because once we get done filming, I'm going to I'm gonna go back home, kiss my wife goodbye, and come back. Won't see her for going a couple of days. Going off to war. I know. That's what it feels like every time, dude. <laughs> but, dude, uh, we had a disagreement yesterday and i want to talk about it on this podcast it's a it's a funny one but it's a good one do you remember what we talked about yesterday no not really whether or not you should eat coyote oh yeah yeah, yeah. no you you don't agree with no. me dude i know that steven ranala or however you say his last name yeah he said uh it tastes exactly like it smells in and a video if, and if that's the case i mean it's Dude, they smell atrocious. Like, even when you first kill them, I'm not talking about, like, laid out in the sun for a few days or something like that. Yeah. Like, immediately, dude, they just, it's like a combination of, like, B.O. and... See, I've never smelled a coyote before, so I don't know. But I feel bad. Do you need to take that? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. I've waited on this call for four hours. <laughs> I think this is a good bit. Thank you for calling. A representative will be with you shortly. <laughs> Do you eat a balanced diet with lots of fruits and veggies? Getting the vitamins and minerals you need can help keep you healthy. A great way to get started is to add something fresh and colorful to every meal. See, they call me because they want to talk to me, and then I get put on hold again. I've been on the phone with them since 9 o'clock this morning. Iron and calcium. Or add chopped veggies like carrots and zucchini to your spaghetti. 
feel like we should leave this in the podcast. I think it's good. <laughs> I, have to t- I have to talk on it, speaker, because my phone don't work. It's got a glitch. If you talk on it just normal, it won't. Like the screen goes black and you can't pull it back up. For the love of God, please put somebody on the phone soon before I... Lose it. They call me to put me on hold. You would thank somebody that you give hundreds of dollars to a month. Yeah. That you could get a hold of somebody to talk to them if an issue arises. No. I'm trying to be really calm. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) I'm really. No, this is your opportunity, Rage. Uh, yes, Liana. Uh, my name is Joseph Harris. I'm calling because uh, my wife went to uh, the local Walgreens this morning, and they said that she was showing that she wasn't covered under our insurance. So I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. This job is going to explain uh, that information for you today for your wife. Uh, do you mind answering a few security questions and open up your policy? Sure. Just email would be fine. All right. Could I have a good email address to send that to? Yes, it's Harry, H-A-R-R-Y underscore 10340 at com. Can I place you on a brief phone hold to that listen to you right now? Sure. Thank you. The size is right for you. It's not her fault, man. I'm not mad at her, but I'd really like it. <laughs> that place burnt down and nobody was in it. I would be very happy. <laughs> and any of our listeners that have Blue Cross Blue Shield, I guarantee you they're, they understand. <laughs> this is funny. Sick as Walgreens said they called Blue Cross Blue Shield and Blue Cross Blue Shield told them that she wasn't covered. What the heck? Yeah. I think that guy that she was talking to is full of. There are many ways to keep your heart strong. Start by talking with your doctor at your yearly visit. Don't check your blood pressure and cholesterol. I thought she said brief hold. Yeah, we're past brief. <laughs> 
doctor suggests exercise. Don't forget about your fitness benefits. Want to learn more? Can't tell you when I taught her that email. She's probably like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I've had that email probably since like fifth, sixth grade. Harry. Yeah. I hate telling people it. I didn't even know your first name was Joseph, bro. Yeah. Joseph. Joseph Hunter. <laughs> My brother's the same way. Thank you. Yes, give me just a second, please. Okay. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I got it. So I just want to make 100% sure that, every, I mean, everything's good on our end, right? She, um, she does. I do see that she is active starting on January 1st of 2023. Um, it's just Walgreens. It's not a network. Okay. All righty. Well, I appreciate it because the, the, the guy that works at Walgreens, my wife was like, you know, I don't understand. And he said that he called Blue Cross Blue Shield while she was standing there and he was told that she wasn't uh, covered. And I was like, well, I, I don't know if I believe that, but. Yeah, me neither. Screw them. <laughs> okay. Was there anything else that I might assist you with today? No, I appreciate everything you've done. You're welcome. Have a wonderful afternoon, okay? You too. Thank you. Dude, what an interesting phone call. Sorry about that, dude. <laughs> That's so funny, bro. I, like, you could probably tell that I've been frustrated all day. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like it's like pulling teeth to get a hold of somebody. Yeah. You know, I've been in live chats, and they've all dropped. And, uh, you know, the first time I called, they're like, oh, it's going to be three-plus hours. And I'm like, Just call me back then. Yeah. And that was the call back. That's hilarious. But anyways, back no, to the coyote stuff. Yeah, I forgot we were talking yeah, about that. They smell like a big bag of she haw. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I want to try it. Right. I'm not I mean, gonna I'm, lie. I've heard of people making like jerky and stuff, but I was looking up some stuff again last night, and the biggest thing that people said to avoid was glands. Oh gosh, can you imagine? So like, like the I watched these this guy's video on YouTube. <clears throat> I can't remember what his video was, but I just typed in, like, coyote meat, how to prep or something like that. And uh, he said he'll ditch everything except the back straps. He said he'll keep the straps. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the only thing that I would even attempt to eat. I'm going to try it. When we kill one, I'm going to try it. I don't know, dude. When you see it, you might be like, uh, okay, yeah. I, I understand. Just, I feel terrible. No, I, I taking down an animal and not. I totally doing understand something. where you're coming from, but that's my only thing. It's like I at least got to try it before I. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I go get for it. a second you one know, or I, third. I commend you on that. Um, I I looked at. Uh, I felt the same way about crows. Yeah, and I looked up like ways to prepare them, and uh, I I watched this one video. This he was a younger guy, and uh, like he grilled one and like fried one and all dude he just come to the conclusion that the, you just can't like you can't make them taste good they just suck yeah well i want to i want to like eat a buzzard or something i wouldn't eat that 
That's I mean that's that. basically what a coyote is to me. I mean it's like a land buzzard. A land buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna at least I'm at least gonna try it. I'm thinking a little bit of sriracha, a little bit of onion. I'm sure you can probably powder. mask it good enough to where you could, you know, choke it down, but I mean, I don't know far as... Steven Rinella said in the same video that he said that it tastes exactly like it smells. See, and that's just not a good analogy for no, me. No, it's man. it's definitely not, and it doesn't get me excited about it. But he did say it's just like duck. If you overcook it, it's, it tastes bad. Yeah. So wonder, I'm going to... So is it like a really red meat? Like I don't know. I mean, deer? the videos I saw, it looked like a red meat. I just... I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I got to give it a shot. I mean, yeah, you can rule it out. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Me and you are going to do another podcast, probably also with Chad. But I'm going to prepare some, and I'm going to make you guys try it on the podcast. Do like a live. Because you both have told me that you have not tried it before. No. And I haven't either. I'm a pretty picky dude anyways. I know. I know but I'll try, I'll try it. I'll try anything once. All right, you just got to try it once. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. If I we're gonna if we're gonna go shoot them, or, or we're gonna go trap them, I at least want us to try it. Like so that's bacon, the least we could do. Some bacon wrap backstrap or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll pre- I'll try my best to prepare. I'll I mean, do if like you're two or three bacon. Different. It's got to. I mean, it's got to taste good. At it'll least. be decent. Yeah, because it's bacon. Yeah, but I'm 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 gonna make you try it. Uh, just it, just a little bit, not a lot. Just enough to to make your hair, hair tingle a little bit. To just enough to roll it out or roll it in. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? You may you may try it and you you may yeah, end up like, dude. It. What if we start pair yeah. some way and we're like, holy balls, man! We might yeah. be able to put this in some rough gas stations or something. <laughs> sell some gas coyote jerky <laughs> or something. I mean, who knows? Like, that's my biggest thing. Is like we should at least try it. Due diligence. For yeah, the do first. our due diligence on the first one. After that, if they taste bad, well, they're still a nuisance. Yeah, because if we get, you know, I mean, we're talking about it. at trapping. Yeah, you you better get pretty hungry. That's what I'm saying. Like that can fill a freezer, bro. You but know? if we're only pulling the straps, I mean, I mean, but even then, if we're talking like two pounds of strap, we're killing thirty coyotes. You know, mm-hmm. that's sixty pounds. That's sixty pounds of strap. I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. That'll feed you for... Beats hell out of dying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to save as much money as possible. If coyote tastes good, it tastes good. Yeah, and if it tastes good and times get bad, the neighbor's dog... <laughs> that little corgi's it. looking lo- lo- pretty good. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, because you know they're eating better than a coyote. Oh, uh, that's true. That is very true. So, I mean... Who knows? That is hilarious. Well, I'm going to make a quick phone call real quick while we're on the podcast. The, uh, I'm going to ask somebody else's question, and he's got some cool information. Good old Alex DeBoard. Oh, man. From Talk About It Outdoors. This guy. Hey, uh, bring up the Bluetooth audio. There we go. Up, oh. Mr. Hill. Mr. Alex, can you hear me? What up? I can hear you loud and clear. Heck yeah, man. Well, you're joined with Mr. Hunter as well, just so that you're aware. Before we go into what you guys are doing, I got a question for you. Fire away. All right, sweet. <laughs> have uh, Have you ever tried coyote meat? No, I have not, but I've often wanted to try making a, a 
some jerky out of a bobcat, but never coyote. Okay. Any animal that, that will gorge itself on rotten meat and then bury it to feed pups and dig it back up and feed it to you them, I'm not going them. to eat it. See, I feel like I at I'm least got to try it. I feel like I at least no, got to try it. As many of the insides of those animals as I've seen uh, turned <laughs> out by a 223, I'm not eating any coyote. <laughs> I'll eat a lot of things. I'll eat possum, raccoon, anything, but I'm not eating coyote. I told you, man. Okay, okay. Do you think it would be bad if I tried it? Just tried it once, just a little, just a little nibble. It's kind of like saying, do you want to try chewing on a piece of asphalt? Do okay. I think it would be bad? Probably not if you really wanted to try it. If that's what you desire, but at the same time, I don't think it's that good of an idea. Okay. Okay. What is that? A smoke alarm? Well, you cooking, Alex? No. No, that yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm cooking coyote. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> well, dude, uh well, obviously I, I called you for a reason, man. I think you guys are doing something really cool and uh I wanna I wanna be able to help support it in any way we can. So why don't you go ahead and explain to us what you're doing, and then also how to be a part of it as well. So Nicholas at the NWTF convention was lucky enough to buy Mr. Fox vest, and you guys went into the what it is and who made it and everything else on a, on a recent episode. Right. But Nicholas got one on the first day, and the second morning he went back, and we both got in line and, and got a ticket. Um, he uh, he decided he wanted to purchase one of the vests and. We work with uh, the KT team, which we talked with you guys when we were on with you about what they do and, and who they are. But yeah. we were doing a fundraiser this year, and we always do one every year. And, and we thought it would be a good idea to go around and get everyone to sign that box uh, for the Mr. Fox vest. And, of course, he went around to the to the Hayes family, and he got Cuz Strickland and Carrie Terrell and Dave Owens and Michael Waddell and uh, Will Primos. He got all these people to sign the front of this box, which will probably never happen again in yeah. itself. The, the, the collective of signatures on the front of that box is probably I – I mean, someone could probably do it, but it would be very hard for him to pursue all of those. I mean, he got, got Harold Knight. I mean, he got all these big names in the industry to sign that box, and we decided we would do a um, – we would sell tickets for an opportunity to win that best and, of course, the box uh, signed by everyone, and we will donate – 100% of those proceeds to the KT team at the uh, at the end of March. Heck yeah, man. I love what you guys are doing. I definitely want to see that build as much as we can. So how much are the tickets, and uh, where do people go to buy them? So the contest will run between March 1st and March 31st. We will do the drawing sometime in the beginning of April. Tickets are available at www.talkaboutitoutdoors.com. On the main front page there, you can click the link and purchase a ticket. Uh, they're $20 a piece. It's an unlimited entry. So you can buy one ticket. You can buy a hundred tickets. It's, it's an unlimited amount of, of being sold. We're, we were going to put a cap on it, but we decided it would probably be best just to open it up. The tickets are subsequently ordered. You are numbered. You get a, you get a number, uh, when you purchase a ticket. So if you buy number 16 and through 20, and then you decide a few weeks later, you want to buy some more, you can go back and then you'll be uh, on down the list. So, We'll do a randomizer uh, on the number of tickets that we have sold, uh, one through whatever that number may be, and we'll do a, do a selection sometime that week. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. Well, dude, before I let you go, you got anything else to say on the podcast? Cruiser saddles are the greatest saddles in the history of the United <laughs> States. Um, 
the men and the men, women, and um, children that that build them are amazing. And uh, <laughs> God bless the wild turkey. I never thought I'd say that. You know, me not being a turkey hunter has really changed. I guess after going to NWT and TF and seeing the community there and everything that's built around it and the camaraderie that those guys hold in yeah. that community, it's pretty neat. And for me to to not be a turkey hunter and be able to to witness that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm in the and same boat there too, man. Built around that. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're awesome, not much dude. of a turkey hunter either. No, man. I mean, not I yet. still haven't. Yeah, not yet. Haven't killed one yet. Hoping for one this season, but who knows? It might be with you. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'd have, probably have to get somebody to call for us. I'm not no turkey caller. Oh, I'm not either. That's what hunters for. That's what hunters for. Yeah, man. Yeah, you'll have to come up during season, man. We'll get something scheduled and get you up here. Get you and all the guys. The only thing I will leave it with, if you don't know what the KT team is, uh, do yourself a favor and go over to YouTube and watch watch some of their videos. Um, yeah, it's the KT team on on YouTube. Go over and check it out, and it'll it'll change the way you look at a lot of things just by watching a few of their videos. So, heck yeah, dude. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking the phone call, man. You have a good rest of the day. Thanks, boys. Y'all have a good day. Say, brother. Take care. See you soon. All right. Dude, what an awesome guy. Man, he's wild as a cat, son. Dude, I know. He's a hoot, man. I love it. Good dude. Yeah, I know he is. All those guys are. Uh, For everybody listening, just to kind of recap, if you didn't fully hear what was going on, but they're doing a full giveaway of one of the Mr. Fox Fests that were sold at NWTF. He got some really cool people to sign. It's going to be a really cool collector's item. Make sure you go over to talkaboutitoutdoors.com. Get yourself an entry, chance to win, and, of course, all the proceeds are going to go to a really good cause. Um, and also, make sure you go look up what the KT team the, is. The KT team, is uh, is it the same thing as Pinote Project? Or I, think they're they're, I think they're in cahoots. Okay, I think that's, that's what the deal is. I could be wrong, but I think well, so. Well, I mean, their booths were... Yeah, right right up on top I mean, of it was like other. the same booth. booth. Yeah. But super cool, super cool what they're doing. Like I said, go over to Talk About Outdoors, get you a ticket, get you multiple tickets if you can. It's going to go to a really good cause. But, but yeah, dude, the other thing we got to do, get our ducks in a row, we're, uh, we're going to announce that giveaway as well. Forever, all the listeners, if you didn't know, um, make sure you're listening to the podcast because we're going to be doing some giveaways throughout the year through the, through the podcast. It'll be cool. Get this pulled up. You got anything to say, Hunter? What are we giving away, brother? We're going to be giving out this turkey call. Good old pot call. The one that Jace made? Yep. Oh, man. I I can't wait to bust some redheads. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be hooked. I'm telling you, man. I'm afraid I'm going to be really hooked. It's so much fun. I mean, if it's anything near... Like the excitement of duck hunting, or even better. Oh, dude, yeah. Then I'm. It's it's gonna be. There's a little. I personally think there's maybe a little bit more strategizing with the turkey than there is the ducks. But I mean, I know there's strategies to duck hunting too. But and there's a lot more. uh, Like when you go duck hunting, I guess once you get to your blind or whatever, you ain't hoofing it nowhere after that. Turkey, you could be, uh, you know, shoe leather express half the day. So for real, yeah. And you're trying to get in shape, so I mean, yeah, I am trying to get in shape. Might be right up here, your alley. Yeah, 
Yeah, I am trying. I'm trying to lose some weight for the wife. You know, <sighs> look a little bit better. She don't care. You've already got her. I mean, that's true. That's true. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Well, uh, let me announce you this, uh, Mr. Jim Terrell. Jim Terrell. You're our lucky winner. Yeah, man. I'll send you a comment. Uh, reply back to your comment on YouTube. Get uh, his get, info. Yeah, I'll get your info. You just just won yourself a good old pot call from Mr. Jace Rumpf. Pretty Her- pretty solid call, man. Yeah, I'm gonna try it out real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Pretty how it sounds. solid call. He got the looks to boot too. Yeah, looks really good. He turned it and everything, man. Yeah. What is it? Balt? Is it balted or vaulted with a V? Do you know? Do you know what that is? I don't even know. What good is Chandler? Ooh, that was loud. Am I doing it right? Oh, yeah. Talk to him. Come here, turkey, turkey, turkey. Yeah. My purring's not good, though. I personally have never heard a perky. A perky. <laughs> a perky. <laughs> a turkey purr, but I, I mean, I know they do. That's funny. I guess man. that's more of like a feeding. Yeah, is that what it is? It's a feeding call or something? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily a feeding call, but it's kind of like a maybe like a little, like a content, you know, just kind of milling around. Yeah. Purring and kicking. I don't, I mean, I'm not. A little bit of a purr, purr, kiki. Yeah. Did you see that video by the, the hunting public? Oh, dude. Those guys. Dude, there's something else, man. We got to talk to him at NWTF, man. Yeah. Really super, nice guys. Really nice. Aaron was super nice. Yeah. Couldn't get him in a saddle, but... Yeah. I mean, I get why, but... I mean, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Hey, he told us. He's like, man, he's like, I've heard you guys got some great stuff. Yeah. I wish you the I best I hope he wasn't luck. trying to be just nice and just being for real, but... Well, I'll tell you what. For two to my horn is what he did. Because I, I got a little bit of an ego after that. I was like, man, he thinks we're good. Yeah. I'm just playing. If you think that, why don't you sit in it? <laughs> but no, I like, I mean. Yeah, no, super good guys. But yeah, man. I mean, they've pretty, they've been trailblazers for the, for the hunting, that style of hunting, YouTube hunting. Channels. You know what? I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to be honest with me about this. I know we're talking good about the hunting public. I think they're really good guys, super nice guys. What was your opinion of them coming to Tennessee and public hunting some turkeys? Because oh. I know a lot of people in Tennessee were upset about that I, because see, I, I, I I'm kind of the same way. What Not, I, th- well, I think it was okay that they did it. Oh yeah, because I mean they're they're promoting what we got. I mean it, yeah, you know I mean I hunt predominantly private land, so I mean it don't it doesn't you know, really I bother hunt you. Public too, but not I mean, as much. You know, it's good for our state. It just yeah. puts more conservation more. money in Tennessee's pockets. So, I mean, that's, yeah. and it's promoting what, you know, we all collectively love. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way because there was a lot of people I talked to. Yeah, yeah. That I were talk- super upset about that video. Yeah, just aggravated. But, I mean, it ain't like they were saying, right here we are, you know, like, they, you know, they were somewhat secretive about it. I yeah. mean. We kind of knew where they were at because we know people that know people that set them up yeah. or, you know, kind of do them a bone on where to go. But, I mean, that, dude, that's cool. That's yeah. fine with me. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way about it. Just next time you come. Come with us. Yeah. yeah. Send us an invite. 
Yeah. <laughs> they were just up the road, too. But, I mean, you're talking about, man, I started watching those guys when they had, like, a couple thousand subscribers. Now they're approaching a million. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you got to think they're probably living a dream. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely in our, a dream You know, in our eyes. Yeah. I mean, being full-time hunter, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. But, you know, a lot of... You know, like I know Aaron's got a family minutes. It can be it pretty can be strenuous. Yeah. I mean, with the amount of traveling you have to do, all the shows. But I think what helps them a lot, too, is I think pretty much all of them can edit. Yeah. So, I mean, they can pump yeah. out a lot of content relatively quick. Quick. Yeah. You know, yeah, Jake, like Ted, Greg, Aaron, Zach. I mean, they're all, they yeah. can all edit. Yeah. And they do a good job at it, and too. And they do a very good job. Yeah. But, I I mean, that, you know, that style of hunting, the way they film and everything is just really, you know, it's kind of raw and just, you know, people like it because people can relate. Yeah. You know, they're not, you know, no offense to people that like. Go above and beyond. First Light and yeah. Sitka and all the creme Make de la creme. There's, you know, completely nothing wrong with that. But, you know, these dudes are like. Wally, Wally World camo, you know, yeah. pants are faded, tops brand new, like, yeah. you know, that's real. Yeah. It's super real, honestly. You know, and they freaking murk the animals. Yeah. Dude, they're killers, bro. I mean, they're, you know. They've put in the miles. They've put in the work. That's to what I'm saying. They're, they're uh, you know, they can, they can really get it done just by grinding. Yeah. No, I agree, dude. It's honestly pretty wild. Obviously, we'd like to get there, too, with our content oh, yeah. as well. For sure. Yeah. That's kind of our thing Focus this year. right now, yeah. We're going to be filming everything. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to be... Put I, th those I, I think to work. people are going to be in for a treat because, uh, you know, our our stuff is going to be... not. I'm not going to say identical, but it's going to be very similar in that, you know, you're going to see... You know, we're good. We're, we're just good, like any real content. You know, they're real. We ain't no different than anybody else. We're just some good old boys. We're just good old boys, just like the hunting public. They're yeah. you know, good old boys. So I mean, good old boys. I like that. Oh, cool, man. I really don't have anything else to say. Well, I mean, that's you about it. Got to talk to uh, another uh, YouTube uh, celebrity. Oh yeah, can I say? Is that okay if I say? I think. Did we say who we talked to? We got... I'm talking about the dudes from Georgia. Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say his name just out of respect. I mean, it's pretty obvious who it is, but, I mean, I know that they've got some big contracts, but we got someone cool sitting sitting in the saddle, and they told us they liked it, which was really cool. Yeah. Which, I mean, behind the scenes, you know, off the script, I'd say the hunt, you know, all these... I ain't going to name any yeah. names specifically, but I can about guarantee you they've probably sat in about everything that the saddle industry has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. It was just cool because it's like someone you look up to, you know, and just like, hey, we've come out our version of what we think is best for saddles. And then he, like, tells you, it's like, yeah, this is actually really comfortable. For sure. It's really cool. Yeah, and I mean... We got the sticks in the in the backpack, you know, fixing to roll out here 
June-ish. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled because... Going to be some really cool stuff coming from Cruiser. Yeah. Right out, right out, you know, from the back of the pack, just lob it up there. Yeah. All right, I'm going to switch gears real quick. We were talking about bow fishing a little bit earlier, mm. and obviously my bow fishing virginity still is not broken, and I really want to break it, but I want you to walk me through real quick. What does that consist of? Like when I get on a boat and I'm standing there and I'm looking at fish, how deep are these fish in the water? I mean, is it like you're going to shallow places for this? I mean, yeah. Um, you know, you, you'll see fish in deep water too, but I mean... The deeper they are, the harder they are to hit. Yeah. Because, you know, your arrow's got to travel a lot farther through all that resistance. Plus, you got to aim a lot lower, too. Because you're aiming a little off because the water. Yeah, you aim below, yeah. way below. I would say, you know, within the, but they're in the first one to two feet, you're aiming at least six to eight inches below. Dang, that's a lot lower. Yeah. And, I mean, I tell people, like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm no professional or anything, but I've bow fished for three or four years now. And Chandler, he's he's bow fished probably more than me. And, uh, you know, people will consistently miss. And I'm like, how low are you aiming? They're like, man, I'm aiming this low. I'm like, aim lower. Dang. Just because, I mean, nine times out of ten, you're shooting right over them. Yeah. That's wild. I wouldn't think that at all. But, uh, I mean, the first time I ever went, never been in my life, one of my really good friends was like, he'd got a new job, and he, of course, he'd made buddies with a guy there, and he was a big bow fisherman, and he was like, dude, you need to go with us. I've been a couple times, and I'm, like, hooked. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I don't, like, I don't have a setup or anything. He's like, just go to a pawn shop and get an old bow, and, We'll, you know, we'll get you a reel and everything. We'll get you set up. I'm like, okay. So I went to a couple of pawn shops, strike out every one of them. I was like, you know what? Screw this. I went to a local uh, outdoor shop and just bought a PSC Discover. Yeah. It's fully set up, come with a muzzy reel and an arrow and every everything ready to rock and roll, like $199.99. Okay. So 200 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, man really hope that I like this. Yeah. And, uh, cause you got to get a boat too and everything else. Well, you don't have to. I mean, they had a boat, but, yeah. uh, so we went and I shot six fish the first night. Oh, dang. Dude. Hooked. Hooked, dude. Like every weekend that summer, we were freaking fishing. Dude, it's addicting. Cause it's like, I love to bass fish and everything. I like being on the water. There's just yeah. like a, little vibe a to little it. juju being on the water i don't know what it is you know yeah no i know what you're saying people that know know but uh that connected with like the hunting aspect using a bow yeah it's like the best of both worlds dang it's so much fun and it's like dove hunting too because you can you know you can talk and yeah you're just having a good time you know and- most of the time when i go with my buddies if we're not fishing a term or something just pleasure fishing you know they're having a couple adult beverages and yeah you know it's it's fun, man. It's a good it's a good time. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Something else I'm wanna do is uh frog gigging. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's approaching. Like I said, uh, you know, you, you gotta, gotta wait for it to get warmer. Yeah, we we need a we need a couple weeks of warm weather. And uh 
you know, it's a fun time too, man. And those things, frog legs are freaking primo. For real? Oh, yeah, dude. Is it like a chicken wing? They're good. If they're prepared good. I don't know how to prepare them, but, I mean, I like them. So, like, have you ever, like, split a frog apart? Is it pretty easy to do? You just rip the, we just rip the legs off. Oh, for real? Yeah. Dang. I heard if you put, like, salt on them or something, they'll start shaking. Yeah, that's what they say. When you put them in the pan, they'll start jumping around or whatever. I don't know how, how much funny. truth there is to that. But if they're prepared right... They're bomb. Like, how many frog legs do you need to have like a good? Yeah, I mean, if you're meal? if you're sticking pretty big frogs, I mean, a couple Walmart, you know, full Walmart bag or two. How I mean, hard do you think it'd be for us to like go on uh, the golf courses here in town? And uh, I don't know about the golf courses. Ponds is what you're looking for, though, right? Yeah, man. What do you need? Do you, do you wear waders in it, or you just wear... I usually just wear, like, muck boots. And, like, I used to coon hunt a lot, so I had some muck boots with some uh, hip chaps on them. Yeah. And I'd wear them. So i just wear shorts and pull my chaps all the way up to my... To your waist. To my belt line. and That's good to know, too. But, I mean, if... I'm afraid if you wore, like, duck waders or something, dude, it's so freaking hot. Well, I've got waders that aren't... Uh, I mean, you. I mean, if you want to get down to it, you can just wear some old, you know, hunting boots or whatever. I mean, you more than likely you ain't gonna be wading out in the water. Some people do. That's how they gig. Like they'll wade out there and just grab them with their hands. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah. I don't know about all that. For real. Yeah, I know some people that uh, they'll go to the lake and gig too. Like you can gig the banks of the lake too. In, in certain areas, there's pretty pretty good frog concentration. Are you looking for a certain type of frog? Does it matter? Uh, no, like I mean, a bullfrog or what are you looking yeah, for? Yeah, I guess the main thing you're looking for is just old pond frogs, bullfrogs. Okay. They're like green on top and yellowish on the bottom. Yeah. They get big too, dude. I've seen some big frogs, bro. And like you're, most of the ponds that I've seen that are really pretty decent, I mean, you can find frogs on any of them, but like if there's some thick cover, Around the edges and not, or cattails. If there's cattails, there's gonna be frogs. Okay, for sure. From my experience, cattails, the little corn dogs that stick out yeah, a lot. Yeah, little corn dogs. And uh, but I mean, you know, that's what I've if you roll up them. to a a cow skint field that's just a nice clear pond, I mean, you know, more than likely there's gonna be frogs there. I don't know how many big ones, but yeah, you know, and you got to have a good light man too, like. There's a little bit of art to it. Well, I'm excited to try it out. We're going to get some video of it this year. Oh, man. I Yeah. You're going to be a redneck for oh, it is. You know, that's something I... You're, I mean, you're a redneck. Just, you live in Tennessee. You're a redneck. You really think so, man? Because I don't feel like I'm a redneck. I feel like I'm not redneck enough. I mean, we can, we can get you there. I don't know. People, I'm all tatted up and... Oh, lived matter. in the city forever. And that don't matter. I don't know. I think it cracks me up, though. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not a city guy, man. No. No, I respect no. it. No I offense to uh, the people that love the city. Kudos to you. But, I mean, I like the outdoors, and there's not much of that when you're downtown somewhere. I just like, you know, you know, space. Yeah. Quiet. Quiet space. Yeah. Which, I mean, where we live is you could get quieter if you wanted to. Yeah, we could. We could. But 
you know, I like it's kind of a good mix where we're at. Yeah. No, I agree. If you want to go frog gigging, go frog gigging. Yo, that would be something that would be hilarious if we go like downtown somewhere. Go frog gigging there. I don't know of any ponds. I know of some ponds in Nashville. Go to Cane Creek. <laughs> Can oh, you do yeah. that at Cane Creek? I highly doubt it. That'd be funny. I'd you think we could get away with heck that? Heck no, they'd probably put you under the jail. I know people that have caught like beavers coming off the city lake there in Cane Creek. They've you got know, like trouble. the creeks coming out. No. Well, I mean, beavers like are issues. a nuisance, man. Yeah. I mean, I, if I saw those. I was told that there's carp in Cane Creek. Carp? Yeah. I don't think that's true, but I like... We know a guy that's got a boat. I don't think we're allowed to put in with a motor, though. There you are. You just can't start the big motor. You can? Okay. We'll have to go over there and try that. I've been told... I've seen, like... Because that's usually where I go and bass fish. Like, after the day's over, I'll go out there for two or three hours. And yeah. I've seen some guys. It's probably kind of hard to catch fish over there. It's probably fished a lot. They've no, probably it's, seen it's a little not bit of that everything. it's hard. It's not that it's hard to fish there. Like every time I go, I at least catch like one or two bass. But the problem is, is that when you catch a bass there, bro, they are tiny. They are tiny. Are you allowed to keep them out there? I don't know. I don't keep them. I just catch and catch release. And release. But I mean, that's probably what. 80% of people do. Yeah. That I know. Yeah. I mean, I just, like I just go and do it for fun. I don't think my wife's a big fan of, of bass anyways. I'll tell you what is fun, though, is going over to that uh, catfish farm, bro. Oh, yeah, Twin Lakes? Heck, yeah. Man, they got some freaking... I'll go over there and smoke a cigar and set up three or four poles. They and have tournaments wait. over there, too. Do they really? Mm-hmm. I've seen some big catfish. Like, my buddies there. used to have... Like back in the day, which they still have them, but I, I feel like they used to have a better turnout back then. Yeah. Like, I mean, 800 to $1,000. Gosh. Yeah. They used to catch them on chicken liver soaked in strawberry Kool-Aid. Ooh. That was his little Ooh. secret recipe. Dude, I tried hot dogs and uh, watermelon Kool-Aid for a little while. Oh, I didn't gosh. really, I didn't really have good luck with it. I'm, ta- I'm talking about bait, by the way. Oh, I thought you meant like eating. No. Damn, no. I'm retarded. <laughs> it's like, why would he want to do that? <laughs> no, I would never eat that. Have you ever smelled it before? Uh-uh. Oh, it smells terrible. Like, if you get, like, the catfish bait, like, power bait that you get at Walmart, looks yeah. like a little dog. Yeah, a little dog. Like, old Roy or something. Yeah. Dude, it smells... Atrocious, bro. Oh, dude. It smells like a dirty keister. <laughs> it's nasty. Dude, it is pretty bad. But another uh, another side note, backing up to the frog gigging thing, they do have frog gigging tournaments too that I have participated in one of them. For real? Two years ago. Yeah, at Cummins Mill State Park, Cummins Falls. Yeah, yeah. Cummins Mills is a little store, that, or the yeah, little yeah. storefront or whatever. Yeah, they have frog gigging tournaments. They still have them. Oh, we need to go try that. Oh, dude. That'd be fun. It is fun. That'd it's be good. very video. fun. I want to say it was like... You know, which we, uh, it was teams of four. You could have up to four. And uh, we just brought a big old 55-gallon drum and yeah. ratchet strapped in the back of a designated team member's truck. truck. And yeah. we just all piled in with him. And we filled it about half full of water. And we just went gigging. Damn. And then I think you can weigh like your your 10 
biggest frogs, and then that's where they would determine the winner. And then they'd have like big frog and little frog and stuff. Heck yeah, it's pretty fun, dude. You're talking about a a redneck event. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, dude, I bet it's fun though. I'm like, dude, the turnouts they've had, it's wild, pretty phenomenal. Like the one that I, the one that I went to, yeah, it paid out like 800 bucks. Dude, that's that's pretty good. I mean, I just mean, to go frog gigging, that's 200 bucks a piece. I mean, it's like if I you're think going, it was like a hundred dollars a team. Dude, that's so 150 bucks you would have made. Yeah, I mean that's pretty solid. Yeah, and it's yeah, just like just a, to go have fun. Yeah, and it's just like a coon hunt or anything. You know, you blast off at eight o'clock, and you got to be back by you know one or two or midnight or whatever. Yeah, we need to go over there find out where the where how all the frogs are, and then go Maybe back. Cruiser needs to have like a freaking frog off, dude. The frog off, <laughs> the, cr- <laughs> the cruiser. Frog off. I like it. Bro, I like I'd it. say you get... We'd have a good turnout. That or a coyote hunt or something. We Well, we're, I, I think we announced it already, but we, we purchased some land. We're building a building. Yes. But the goal is to hopefully also, we're going to throw some archery tournaments and stuff as well. Yeah. Out at the, out at the property. So it'll be fun. Plus, we're just going to have like, uh, like some... Cruiser culture bashes yeah. too. Yeah, all getting out. Yeah, just kind of a meet. You know, meet up. I think is what Chad called it. You know, yeah. just people can come and hang out and eat on some really good food and converse with everybody. I mean, yeah. I think it'd be pretty cool. No, I think it will too. Maybe do like some giveaways or some raffles or something. Yeah, might you know we might get into something like some one-off frog gigging tournament. Yeah. night or something you know that'd be pretty cool yeah it would it'd be really cool because the new facility is going to be you know it's going to be primo when bro. people see it they're going to be like Phew. yeah it's exciting yeah it really is yeah no i agree man well cool dude well, well uh we gotta go for real yeah we're leaving for iowa if uh this episode's going to be out after the show is over but the we'll next show yeah we'll do a recap and stuff but the next show, uh, which is in two weeks, Columbus, um, Ohio, we'll be in Columbus, Ohio for the. Uh, what is that one called? I want to call it the. Uh, deer is it, Classic. Is or it the Ohio Deer Classic? I think that's what it's called. It's Ohio Deer something. It's in Columbus. If you're listening and you're trying to come yeah. see us, it's a pretty. Uh, it's a pretty reputable show. I mean, if you from around that area i'm pretty sure you've probably seen advertisements or something yeah but uh when we do the recap we can give uh specific dates and yep the name of it we apologize yeah i can't remember off the top of my head i gotta go and look at some spreadsheets but well cool guys thank you for listening hunter it's a pleasure as always man appreciate it this is the first time we've ever done a one-on-one podcast man i'm i'm enjoying it it would uh kind of went a little bit everywhere but dude we went from dealing with the insurance company to talking about eating coyotes so that's that's what (laughs) i love the podcast i do too well everybody thank you for listening and uh we'll see you on the next